Hey folks, it's King from Stay Tuned Sports, and I gotta tell you, I love energy drinks. They help give me that boost that I need to finish all my work, get through game film recaps from all of Sunday's games, and they provide that pick-me-up during a very long week. What I don't love is that crash and the jitters, the gross feeling you get with most other energy drinks. And that's why I tried Dubby, and I gotta tell you, Dubby is a game changer with flavors like Dragonade, Beach and Peach, Galaxy Grenade, and my personal favorite, the Dub Sludge. You can find your favorite or just get them all. There's no jitters, there's no crash because there's no sugar in Dubby. Plus, Dubby contains Neurofactor, an all natural ingredient derived from coffee cherries, which has been linked to enhanced brain function. You go on over to Dubby.gg right now, that's Dubby.gg, to grab the best energy drink you've ever had. And if you enter the code STSPORTS18, in all caps, you'll get 10% off your order. That's STSPORTS18 to get 10% off of Dubby Be Better. Stay tuners, welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here, back with our, our good buddy King. Hey, what's up, buddy? Not too much. You ready for uh, Thanksgiving? Uh, I mean, as ready as one can be, I suppose. Like, I like I I like it. Um, not nearly as much as I used to as a kid. Uh. Yeah, I don't get me wrong. I still love it, but it's just you know, I I I miss the Thanksgivings of just waking up, you know, helping with some food and doing stuff like that, watching the Macy's parade. Then you go right into the fucking Lions game, and you get the Cowboys. Then you get food right usually right at the beginning of the Cowboys game. Yeah, so you talk about like three thirty, four o'clock. Right there is when you usually have the dinner come out. And you have that, you eat, you know, you, you you ate during the Cowboys game, but you had always had it on either the living room or something like that. So you had that going on, and you stuff yourself, and that's fantastic. And before they added the third game, then there'd always be like a Thanksgiving movie on or one of the things. So you'd sit there and watch a movie like Rudy or some shit like that. Then you'd go and get your second dinner, you know, where you yeah. take, you know, some rye bread, you get the turkey stuffing, gravy, mashed potatoes, just put a little on a sandwich, eat that. It's fucking great. Uh, you know, I miss those days because now it's like, all right, now I got to wake up. Now we got to get ready. Now we got to go to this family's or that family's place. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of like, like a chore. Here, you miss the games. Like you don't even see any of the games. You got to deal with a bunch of people who don't. Oh, wait, oh, this this day is more than just about football. Fuck <laughs> off! Come on, the, the, the whole half of the day is football. Yeah, Thanksgiving is great because of food. There's you have three main things on Thanksgiving. Three things. Okay. Family obviously comes for family always. Yeah, yeah. Family, food, and football. 
That's how Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving, that is how it is. That's how it's described. That's how it's always been. That's how it always should be. I know Canadians have a Thanksgiving in October. Nobody cares. They're fucking Canadians. They're losing <laughs> to Belgium right now in the World Cup. So, you know, sorry about it. But, um, like, th th this idea, like, you know, I, I, I know, like, th th that's the one thing that's always bothered me is, like, when you go to, like, somebody else's place for Thanksgiving or something like that, and it's just, like, Oh no, we don't. No, no, there's no. Don't, you don't worry about football. No, hey, how's everybody doing? It's like, listen, I'm sure you're all doing great, or maybe you're not. I don't know. Maybe you're going through some shit right now. Yeah. Today's not the day to go through that. You know what today <laughs> is? Hey, how you doing? All right, everything. Need a drink? Yeah, sure. Want to watch the game? Sure. Food's almost ready. All right. There. That's it. It's as simple as it needs to be for fucking Thanksgiving. That's all there needs to be. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, like. I, I miss it as a kid um, because when I, when, I, when I say kid, I mean up until I would say uh, 16, 17 years old because my grandparents, yeah, my grandparents always held Thanksgiving uh, dinner and well, we called it Thanksgiving lunch, which was the main course and then Thanksgiving right. dinner, which was you go make leftovers and we, they would have the whole family, all, all my cousins, my aunts, uncles, and we would have quote the kids table in the living room right which was everybody knows the kids table. Yeah, yeah which is perfect for me because all the adults that were watching football are out in the kitchen eating while i'm sitting at the kids table eating watching football right in front of the right fucking TV. TV. You like this is a win yeah you know? a, i want to be a kid forever yeah <laughs> and then you know grow up and you know before i met the wife my dad would be the one to, to cook the dinner and have to go over there and you know, helps up the table and kind of try to peek at the the, the, the TV, see what's, how the score's going. But now that I'm married, and we actually, me and the wife, actually have Thanksgiving dinner at our house when so my mom and dad come here, and I'm kind of right. back to able to watch the game because she wants to do the cooking. I'm, hey, I'm fine with that. I'll go in and watch football then, you know. But, uh, yeah. Now, listen, I never, I never minded, like, uh, like in in the in the later years, in the last couple of years here, when I go visit my family, um, I never minded like, oh, okay, we got to take a me and my dad will go. Oh, we got to take a break. Why? Oh, we got to go do the turkey. Okay, so we take the turkey and we had the fucking the giant fryer, the big vat outside. Oh, okay. Where we'd go to deep fry the turkey. I'll tell you what, deep frying the turkey is fun as shit. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, that shit is fun. Now I know. Uh, They've since changed my. They got a. They have a fryer now that's actually upstairs on their deck that they use. They don't use it on the side anymore. But it's like a smaller one. They use smaller turkeys now because not as many. Uh, you know, you know, the family grows up. They move. They go out. Yeah. And, you know, like mean, that. So there's not as many uh, people there. Uh, so, but even so, then it's just okay. We grab the turkey, dunk the turkey, make sure it's okay. Let that deep fry. Oh, it's got about 35, 40 minutes to go in there and boil. Okay, well then. You come right back inside and you watch the more of the fucking game. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, it's uh, time's up. Okay, you go grab the turkey, carve the turkey up while you're doing that in the kitchen. You have a little TV in the kitchen area, watch that, set everything up while we're still eating. But, like that's 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 the thing for me. A huge part of Thanksgiving was football. Yeah. Like that was it wasn't like, hey, stop watching the game, come be with family. It was oh, the game's on. Okay, now food's on. Okay, let's go eat. And watch the game. What's going on? Oh, what happened? Was it passed? Oh, you know, like it was. It wasn't. 
it wasn't like a distraction. It was part of the day. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, both my and my mother who did a lot of the cooking, uh, my father who did a lot of the carving and a lot of the sneaking of eating as they always do. <laughs> uh, you know, listen, I get it, I understand it. It shit's delicious. Yeah. Um you know, you gotta but make sure like, it's healthy for everybody else. But you know, also in my in my time, I've been to other uh, uh, locations for a Thanksgiving dinner, uh, whether that be when I was married or my various dating life situations, where it's like, oh, come over Thanksgiving, okay, great. Um, either way, and and some of them, not all of them, I'm going to say, some people do Thanksgiving right, okay, um, uh, but some of them are, were just like you know. No, like there's nothing on the TV. Like you know, it's like it's like one of those like it's it's you have the smooth jazz Christmas music slowly playing while they try to encourage. Oh yeah, how how's things going at the job? What's well, what do you do for the? And I think maybe that's another part I don't like. Yeah, because I'm like I've been unemployed for six years, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm crippled, and I have nothing going on, and I have no money or income. Uh, you know. Where it's like, oh hey, how are you doing? What's what's your, how's your job? How's what's going on at work? It's like, well, I don't fucking work. I don't have any money. I feel like a loser. And thank you for making me feel like even more of a loser. Thank you so much. Like that's part of it that I. It's, it's yeah. just like It's and for me, like who has anxiety on top of it, and I have to put on the fucking mask and fucking deal with that shit and deal with these people asking the most uncomfortable fucking questions. And it's like I barely know you people. I don't fucking like you. Can we just <laughs> can we just stop the awkwardness and put up the fucking game? On? Exactly. Like for fucking Christ. I mean, I would you know, listen, watching the Lions get destroyed every Thanksgiving is fine as long as I don't have to fucking sit through awkward conversations of just like, Well, what are you doing? How's your job? Oh it's, oh you don't oh that's a shit. Oh, you know, I know somebody who works in this field, maybe that'll yeah. help you. Fuck First of all, I don't know you. Second of all, no. These people aren't going to help me. It's not a thing. You're just saying shit. Stop. Just <laughs> You're saying shit to try to either make me feel better, which is not working, or you're saying shit to make you feel better, which, again, isn't helping me at all. <laughs> yeah. Like I'd rather just not discuss it and watch the fucking game. Oh, did you see that pass? Oh, man, that was fucking great. That's the conversation I want to have on Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's what I want. Stop making me fucking uncomfortable on Thanksgiving. You know, you just said, uh, you just said about uh, always tuning in to see you know Detroit get blown out and everything. And right before we came on here, I, I said to you, I just I found a clip of uh, John Madden talking about the Turducken, and it just dude, happened to be the Lions versus the Bears. Uh, I'm not sure which year this was. I think that might have been '89. Uh, I think it was '89 when so. he introduced yeah. it because it, uh, it, it, it was it like the 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 video was you know crackling like ripping a little bits you know like the old VHS I type. Remem- I remember that though. Like I remember like, and, when the Turducken was they, like, they were, introduced they were by Madden. Yeah, and it was uh, it. I have yet to have one, but it is a life goal. It's one of those. Uh, it's one of those bucket list things. Yeah, I do. One year, want to have a Turducken. It is. It's anybody who's ever watched John Madden, grew up with John Madden, grew up with those Thanksgiving games. I I, I think we all of that generation. Um, I think we all hold that in our hearts as 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 a goal. Yeah, in life is to have a turducken uh, for Thanksgiving, and it has to be Thanksgiving. Like you can have a turducken any time of the year, yeah. apparently. But I, uh, no, it doesn't have it, the it same seem, feel. To me, to me, it would seem wrong. Yeah, it, it would almost dishonor the memory of John Madden. And you can't do that. I'll, I'll take it a step further too. 
you know, it was always two games, uh, two Thanksgiving games on. One it was always the two, right. And yeah. four o'clock. That was the only game I was interested in, whoever was playing. I just wanted to see that ducking. Once that game was over and it came to four o'clock or, or whatever, eh, okay, I'll, I'll peek out of here and there, especially if it's the Cowboys against, well, they always play the Lions, I think, wasn't it? The Cowboys no. versus no, Lions always have the the uh, twelve thirty game. They're always the early, the early game, one. and then the Cowboys have the late one. Okay. And then uh, two thousand six is when they started doing the third the night game. Really, is that uh, long? Holy shit! Yeah, I, kn- I know. I thought it was more recent too, but yeah. that's how you know we're getting old because we think things <laughs> that are you know that's eighteen years or sixteen years, sixteen years ago, so, yeah. uh, whether something like that. Yeah, because it's four years so so sixteen years. It's been sixteen years. Yeah, that they've been doing the third uh, uh, Thanksgiving night game, and uh, I know it's it's crazy, but like I said, I when when we were growing up, it was like I said, it was always the lines at one or, or at twelve thirty. Yeah, uh, the Cowboys were at four, uh, and then what would end up happening is like you know, I remember we would either uh, like on ABC or something like that they would have like a fucking Thanksgiving movie. Yeah, or you know Charlie like movie Brown or something. Or, yeah, some shit. Yeah, you know like I remember one year the first the first time I ever watched Rudy uh, as a kid was on a Thanksgiving night after the other two games had gone. Okay, uh, and I think it might have been on HBO or something. Uh, and and you know the family decided, oh, let's watch that. I, I again, no, I didn't really know what it was, anything like that. Watching it, and again, life changing, and me being the soft individual that I am, fucking bawling by the I end. Gonna, I was gonna say you, you, you cried your eyes out, didn't you? Absolutely, <laughs> you still do. I don't care. I, listen, I cry at sunsets. I get it. I'm a soft individual. I'm too soft for this world. <laughs> you may not get it by my gruff exterior and salty language, but I'm yeah, a was, very soft, sensitive individual. I was gonna say if you ever follow some of your your uh, Twitter or Facebook stuff. You might come across differently than uh, what you're. Than people who actually know, yes. But anybody who knows me knows that I'm I'm a you know, for lack of a better term, I'm a giant pussy. <laughs> so, uh, like I get it, but yeah. So I just you know, it, it, it's just to me that's that's Thanksgiving. So, Thanksgiving is cold weather outside, the smell of all the baking and the and the cooking and the different smells and flavors that you have in the morning, the noise. Uh, yeah, again, the parade is on in the morning, yeah. and you got the football games and just family together talking, enjoying everything, including the football. I mean, that's the thing is, I, I it, you know, and I, the reason I say this is because I've had interactions with families that, again, they eschew the football. Oh, but get don't. It's like dirty to them to have that part of the day, and it's like, no, that is a giant part. Yeah of american thanksgiving it's what you know it, it's it's part of the celebration of what we do yeah you know and and to kind of just throw that away it's like you know it it ruins the holiday for me <laughs> so uh i know what tomorrow we got to do traveling okay um i'm not sure how that's gonna go I, i'm not exactly sure well at, at where least. we're going, or if we've been there, I think we, I think we, I think we've been to this particular family's house once. Okay, uh, once or twice for Thanksgiving. Again, COVID screwed everything up. Yeah, uh, so I can't remember the order uh, it went in. Uh, how we were doing it, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, doing that kind of stuff. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so it it may be okay, 
I mean, I'll give a report next week. Let's see. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about how everybody's Thanksgiving was. Well, at but, least uh, I'm certainly hope we get some football. At least you could guarantee that tomorrow your Giants won't get blown up by Detroit, like last weekend. Well, we didn't get. Well, I mean, thirty-one uh, eighteen. Come on, and it's Detroit. Come on now. And uh, that would be the equivalent if the Colts listen, beat us if, by if, twenty if, or whatever you whatever we said. Listen, listen, listen. If there's a if there's a <laughs> thing to be said here in any kind of defense of the Giants. And it's not. We just we 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 threw that game away for, you know, just we, we didn't play well. I get it. That's fine. Uh but last week in the NFL might have been the worst week in the NFL so far this year. That none of the games were interesting. None of the games were particularly close. Yeah. Um and there were a lot of surprising games. Like again, the Giants losing to the Lions, surprising. Yeah. Uh the Cowboys Eviscerating the Vikings. That was surprising. Yeah. Because I don't think the Cowboys are that team, but you know, you can't deny what they did. Now, is that because the Vikings had a hangover from that overtime emotional win over Buffalo? Could be. I'm not saying it is enough. But if you want to be a top elite level team, you you can't you can't fall like that. And you know what the, uh, the, the thing is, like like I had that feeling too about last week, but I just couldn't put my my finger on it. And I think you're you're right. It was just a, a weird weekend just a weird week and just a very you know, weird week and maybe that's it you know for for the past couple of weeks with you and your power rankings which we'll talk about later on we'll go by we'll go um over. and me always bitching about you know where the eagles should be or you know you have the giants too high this net i mean I'll, I'll i'll give a little precursor uh, uh, a preview into your power rankings i think i'm maybe i'm finally buying into kc might be the best team in the nfl because they're the most consistent. consistent over anything. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean they had the one loss against the Colts early on, but now we're farther into the season that that loss really doesn't. I don't want to say affect them, they, but they lost to the Colts, which again, but see this, to me that goes on to like the Giants losing to Detroit. But th- it's, this late, it's in the one of those now, games that it shouldn't. seems like every team has. Yeah, but not not like this every far team into has season. that game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like. You know, uh, uh, listen, the Eagles almost had another one of those games against the Colts. Winning by one point against Indianapolis is not great for the Eagles, especially coming off the loss to the Commanders like they did. Yeah. Um, so, again, I think that was another thing that just added to last week being fucking weird because you're like, okay, well, the Eagles lost to the Commanders, you know, tight game back and forth, but, you know, Heineke's looking good. All that other stuff. Well, surely they're going to go into fucking Indianapolis and eviscerate this team who got lucky against a bad Raiders team and all this kind of shit. And then you're watching that game, and it's like it, it, it took the Eagles a last minute drive, yeah, to get the score, the go ahead points to fucking win the game by one point. And it's like holy shit. I, I do have to say something about that game and some of the statements on Twitter from writers and stuff like that. Um, saying Jalen Hurts threw the team on his back that last you know couple minutes of the game, and you know he he he's he's the reason why they won. Which okay, you want to say that? That's fine. But why did it take all game for him to throw the team on his back? Why didn't he start in the first quarter? What what changed? You know, I hate when it's a close game like this, or a team that should have blown them out 
the quarterback gets well, you plays give, like this. You've got to give credit to the Colts. You have to give credit to the Colts. At that oh, point. yeah, no. And they, they, play, they, they, they played did. them tooth and nail. It's not a case of just like Jalen Hurts hitting a switch and just like, oh, I'm sleepy, I'm sleepy, I'm not going to play well. And then like, oh, now I'm going to play and do this. I don't think that's the case. I think it's a case of maybe he had an extra gear there that maybe even he didn't know he had. But yeah. it's like, hey, listen, you know, uh, you got you to do something. Yeah. It's getting down to it. We're going to fucking lose to the Colts. Can't have but that happen. As far as um, the Colts, they did exactly what Washington did. And, and you kind of made the statement last week if Jonathan Taylor can have another game like he did the, the prior week, the Philly would be in trouble. And sure enough, I mean, time possession. I mean, they didn't run as much as Washington did, but. I'm telling you, the time possession is the killer but of all teams. At the end of the day, like, and, and Dominican Sue and the other guys you guys signed yeah. uh, during the week, they got the half a sack there on one thing, and everybody's like, oh, they, you know, after that, they're like, oh, man, the Eagles are really going all in. The Eagles are really doing all this stuff. But I'm going to be honest, like, at, at this point now, if I'm a defensive coordinator on any teams that are that are coming up for the Eagles, we got two games coming up real soon here. Yeah. Um, like that doesn't the the Eagles don't scare me defensively. No, you know, um, they they really don't. The thing with the Eagles, and it seems like this is like, listen, if you if you control the ball, if you keep Jalen off the field, and then even when he's on the field, if you're able to contain him, and, and you got a real good shot to beat the Eagles. And and I know that's weird did. to say as a nine and one team. Yeah. But as we saw with what the Washington football team, the Redskins commanders did, and then you see what the Colts almost did, it's like they're like they're starting to look like there's a recipe here. Yeah. To beat the Eagles, what are the Eagles going to do about it? And, and it, it has to be more than just adding personnel. It ha- this has to be something from the coaches scheme wise. This has to be something done from the inside yeah. that changes whatever's going on because losing to Washington and then almost losing to Indianapolis. I mean, like I said, if the Eagles had lost to Indianapolis, Philadelphia might have been on fire. Yeah. And you were one point away from that happening. So uh, that I, I, I think the Eagles, for being a 9-1 team, have concerns and have words. Well, and and the, the one thing I noticed with the Colts game that uh, Washington kind of did also like minus the, the time of possession both teams tried that and, and was working for the most part for the Colts but as long as they kept Jalen Hurts inside that pocket and not let him outside the pocket to run around by time that's that's where he, he gets a lot of his big plays with AJ Brown um, and Quiz Watkins is once he gets out that outside that pocket the, the defenders don't know uh, like, is he going to run or is he going to pass? So they, they can't leave their guy, and then he, he'll he run. Or if they do come up on him, that's when the big play's there. So, the, I mean, the main key looks like if they keep Jalen Hurts inside the pocket. And once that happens, that's, like you said, comes down to the coaches. How do you fix it that the, the other team's defense can't key on Jalen Hurts? So I don't – because that's here's the thing. The Eagles – are gonna have to do something like that if they want to avoid being the Cardinals. Yeah, this you know from the last couple of years, if they want to avoid being the Steelers when the Steelers went eleven and zero and then fell off the fucking cliff. Yeah, like the Eagles are, you know, like they're nine and one, but they have a feeling of just like they're on the precipice of something. Can they stop that? Can they stay 
where they're going because they're going to be running into a pretty meaty part of their schedule now. Same with the Giants. Giants are seven and three, but that whole easy part of the schedule, that shit's fucking done now. Yeah. Now you're heading into you're facing the Cowboys. You got the Eagles twice. You got the Commanders twice. You know, like you're, you're, these are heavy division games that are going to decide basically whether you're going to win the division or you're out of the playoffs. Yeah. And if you put up a performance like you did against Detroit, we're going home. Like there's no there's no if ands or buts about that. Yeah. Like the Giants cannot play a game, but the problem is that the Giants are in real trouble now because everybody's fucking injured. Four of the offensive linemen aren't playing tomorrow. Oh Jesus! Uh, no, it's like I said, that's a problem. Fucking Wandale Robinson's out for the year with a torn ACL because of a fucking MetLife turf. <laughs> like they got to get there, and the Giants are talking to want to get Odell, and Odell's just coming back from fucking knee surgery. Yeah, you think he's going to want to go play on a fucking MetLife field? Now, granted, apparently the only two teams that he's talking to right now are the Giants and Cowboys, and they both have that fucking slip film fucking turf. Yeah. The Giants said they're going to replace it next year with artificial grass, so they're replacing <laughs> turf with turf. So, I mean, whatever. At least it may not be the slip film. But, you know, fucking for, for the rest of this year, fucking rip that shit up and put fucking grass in it. Maybe if they get Odell on the Giants, maybe there's something. We have a receiver that'll catch the fucking ball yeah. on, like, fucking Kenny Galladay. Um, but that's the thing is like, no, he, he had a catch. Have, he had a catch last week. He had one catch. Did you hear the fucking Bronx cheer from all the Giants <laughs> yeah. fans? That shit was hilarious. Oh, that shit was funny. I, I was loving but that. But that's what I mean. It's like the, the Giants. See where the, the, the Giants have the potential. The defense is good. It's looked good all year, except against the Lions. It's looked, you know, the Giants offense and Daniel Jones and Saquon have looked good, except against the fucking Lions for whatever reason. I'm hoping. The Lions game is an aberration and not a portent of the rest of the season. Yeah. We're going to find out on Thanksgiving. We're going to find out uh, uh, with these games if the Giants can hang or not. Uh, again, they stayed relatively close with the Cowboys in that week two, week three Monday night football game, yeah. which we which we ended up losing when they were playing with Cooper Rush. Can the Giants do something against the Cowboys team that seems to st- Seems to be finding their step. Fucking Pollard is going the fuck off. Yeah, he, he's Zeke pu- seems to be you know taking a backseat. I was Pollard gonna say now, he, he's is, pushing Zeke out out of uh, Dallas. So, but I mean that's 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 a fucking problem. Yeah. Like, if you're the Giants, fucking Pollard is a problem, and you need to solve him real fucking quick. Uh, and then again, you're the Giants. Four of your starting offensive linemen are out, and you got to go up against Micah Parsons. Fucking, I love Daniel Jones, but good fucking fuck. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Ah, like, oh, like it's. Again, I'm hopeful, but I'm hopeful, but not optimistic. So you know, as as a Giants fan, I'm starting to get into that you know the last decade or so where it's just like, ah, oh, fuck. You so, know, so you're it's shifting. Just, it, it's gonna be what it's gonna be. You you're, know? you're shifting your optimism from the the Giants to the Devils. Uh, well, listen. It's not optimism with the fucking Devils. It's just it is what it is. Thirteen straight games. <laughs> uh, while we're recording, we're recording this on Wednesday. They're playing the Maple Leafs tonight. with a chance to go to fourteen? Um, apparently, uh, Canada is now known as North North Jersey. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> uh, oh, man. The Devils are fucking just savaging, savaging Canada. Just not. <laughs> no, 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 no quarter given. None asked for. 
just fucking eviscerating everybody up there in the Great White North. Um, <laughs> dude, I got to tell you, never in a million years would I have expected this. Especially 14 uh, straight games. That's that's tough to begin with. Well, you know, we get well. We got 13 now. 13, yeah. 14 is going to be for tonight against the Maple Leafs. Um, that's. I mean, again, you hope you hope so. Now, 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 again, much like the Giants earlier in the year, it's going from oh, this is good. Oh, this is cool. Oh, this is great. To you know, like I don't want to have the expectation of winning. Yeah. Because then that's when it's going to be like, oh, right, well, you lose seven to two. It's like fuck, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's there, you know. But it's a long way from fire rough to where we are now. Um, are, are we are we to the point of hashtag extend rough? Uh, no, 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 no. Let's <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll the get the hashtag for you going. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's pump the brakes on that for now. Again, it's still uh, this is this is hockey. This is a very early in the season. Yeah, and a lot of things can change. See, people seem to forget that a couple of years ago, the St. Louis Blues were in last place at the All Star break, and then were able to turn their season around, make it into the playoffs, go all the way and win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. So as they did that, teams can absolutely do the opposite which have happened <laughs> where teams look fucking great unbeatable world beaters earlier on in the season and then they fucking fade going into the later part of the season and either miss the playoffs or just barely make it and then get swept up in the first round yeah so um this is great this is a fantastic start um and we'll see how it keeps on going but right now man it's a, this is this is a this is the best time it's been to be a devils fan in about 10 years since that since that Stanley Cup run we had in 2012 uh, that got ended, unfortunately, by Los Angeles and, and the refs. Let's just put that out there. The yeah. refs were fucking terrible in that series. Um, yeah, so it's this is fun. It's fun times. It's fun times. And even though, you know, listen, we brought this up too. The Flyers might be coming oh, we, back we, down to earth a little bit, but yeah, they're still we playing suck. very well. Like, still playing well, so we are. Both but, the Devils and Flyers, both the Devils and Flyers are a lot higher and, and doing better than either one of us thought would. But the, the problem with the Flyers right now is the, the injuries are just piling up. Now we have Scotty Law and our, our captains out. I think I saw something they said Friday's game. Four of our, our, our uh, well, three top liners and then one second liner combined for thirty-two million against the salary cap this year, and they're all out. That'll happen. You know, That'll and, happen. And that's and the thing. Not, you have it's not to, just short-term injuries to, either. You have to prepare. Like, if you're a good t- good teams have to overcome adversity. That's what I mean with the Devils. Like, everything is going great now. What happens when we hit a losing streak? What happens when, obviously, the streak is done? What happens if we get some injuries uh, and things like that? Like, how do you handle adversity? Like, that's, that's going to be the tell of what this team does. Because great teams... You know, yeah. meet adversity. They meet adversity head on, and they take you know that all that kind of nonsense. But it's true. Yeah, in that sense, it's like you you, uh, good teams, can handle adversity, can handle the bad times, and still make it work for them. They can play games, ugly games, and still win. You know, that's what was kind of giving me belief in the Giants this year. Is that the Giants were playing ugly games but winning instead of losing. Yeah, you know, um, that obviously changed with that Lions game, but we'll see. So, uh, stick, kind of going back to NFL, and you know, uh, some quarterback changes happened. I think one was yesterday, and two more today. What? You have the Jets 
going to a Mike White. The Jets White. don't have a starter. Jets don't have a starter as of yet. It's rumored to be Mike White. No, Sally said, or Sally or whatever his last name is, said we're going. Sala, Sala, Robert Sala. It's not that hard. You know, I can't pronounce last names. I can barely pronounce your your last name. Um, <laughs> you, you do have Jimbo Gage. Yeah. Jimbo, but, uh, and actually, it's supposed to be Jimbo Gwidge because it's language. So no, Jimbo Gwidge, but you Jimbo say Gage. Jimbo Gage like you're a fucking meter on a car dashboard. Like, uh, uh, uh. Um, but yeah, no, Mike White is starting. He did say they're, they're going to roll with him. And Is that the official starter? Yeah, that was uh, like an hour or two ago. Last, okay, because last I heard is like it was still – it just was that Zach Wilson was not starting is all that anybody Yeah, knew. no, they, they, they had a team meeting, and that's when they got informed that they're going to um, go with Mike White. and then So no Joe Flacco. Yeah, which I, I thought he was second string. I guess, I guess he's just going to sit on the bench and keep collecting that nice little paycheck. Hey, Good listen, ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Sam Bradford did that for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Carolina going back to Sam Darnold for what the fourth time this season. They want they want Darnold to work. They do, and I think that's the case. And here's the case where you have uh, Baker Mayfield who's just not working out. Uh, yeah. PJ Walker who d- did well for a little bit, but you know is it, is not at the end of the day is not an NFL quarterback, and that's a shame. Yeah, uh, you know, good good backup. Honestly, good backup. Get that bag. Get that check. Uh, but. Uh, is not a starter. Sam Darnold is the only one on the team. I don't think that started a game this year yet. Sam Darnold, so, I, th- I thought he started the season. And I thought that was Baker that started. I see, believe I, Baker started. I, I, I swore he started like two or three games this season so far. Uh, Sam, no, because he was injured to start the season, I think, anyway. Oh, okay. So I don't think Sam has started at all. Uh, so this will be... His first start, I believe. Again, I could be wrong. I'm dumb. I'm fat. I get it. <laughs> I don't know what fat has to me with, has to do with me being dumb, but here we are. Uh, but I, I, I think Carolina wants to make him work. Yeah. Um, uh, and and that's obviously from the owner's perspective because you know the obviously uh, uh, coach ain't there no more. Yeah. Uh, so, they, but I, th- I think there is a desire to have Sam Darnold work. Maybe they see something that we don't. Um, but you know, like a- a- again, it's it's hard to say because the Jets ruined quarterbacks. So that's it. Sam Darnold could have been great. Yeah. But the Jets ruined him. You know, like uh, 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 Zach Wilson. Maybe he could have been great if he went somewhere else. But the, Jet- the Jets just have this. Aura, like I don't know, like if if they if Joe Namath did like some kind of satanic ritual to win <laughs> Super Bowl three, or if the Jets did some kind of weird witchy shit to get Joe Namath in the AFL draft back in the day, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, but um, it seems like there's been some kind of curse on the Jets for the longest time. Like the only time I remember the Jets having a good quarterback is when they had Vinny Testaverde in the late nineties. Yeah. Uh, and and he played really well for them uh, before he got injured. Uh, Chad Pennington wasn't bad either. No, he wasn't. He Chad wasn't Pennington bad. wasn't bad. Um, but yeah, outside of that, like Mark, everyone's like, well, "What about Mark Sanchez?" Well, Mark Sanchez was. I think he only really had one unquote, good year. Unquote, a good game manager. Yeah, but those two times the Jets went to the AFC Championship game, that was on their defense. Yeah, that wasn't because of Mark fucking Sanchez. Um. I didn't. The only thing I could think back to is like, maybe Ken O'Brien was okay, but, but even like, then, that was know, how long ago that was. And uh, well, who was the Todd? Todd was the other one. Was it Richard Todd, Dick Todd, or, or uh, 
to Tracy? Sean, I don't remember his last name was Todd. But like he was okay, um, but like you know, the Jets just don't have a history of drafting quarterbacks well, or those quarterbacks being anything. Yeah, with the Jets, so that just seems to be a huge. It's it's like the Flyers with goaltenders. It's just a bugaboo exactly. with that franchise that they can't they can't get solid, consistent play out of the quarterback position ever since Namath left. So um, that's something that they have to fix and get done. Is Mike White going to be the answer to this? I doubt it. No, I, I, but I don't it doesn't think so. seem like it, it doesn't seem like it's going to be Zach Wilson. And it doesn't see, you know, obviously it's not Joe Flacco. His yeah. time is fucking come and gone. So now it's like, okay, well, now they're going to have to look at getting another fucking quarterback. Yeah. And it's just, it, it's a never ending fucking carousel. With the Jets, and again, the Jets are what seven and three, six and four, and that, six yeah, and four. Yeah, that, that's the thing. They still have a good record. It's just so they're six and four, but they have that feeling of a six and four team that's going to be, you know, six and eleven by the end of the season. Yeah, like it just feels like, man, this is not it. Little so, little side note: Did you see about uh, Ryan Leaf um, burying a Jets fan on Twitter? No, but good for him. Good for Ryan. Um, Ryan's done. A, Ryan's done well for himself. Since, I mean, you know, I, I when I read it, the drugs and all that kind of stuff. When I when I read it, I actually stood up at work and gave a standing ovation to my phone. I haven't um, seen. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Well, uh, that what, what happened? Awkward for your coworkers. <laughs> well, they all know I'm fucked up in the head, anyways. But uh, um, uh, hey, there goes crazy Jim doing shit again. <laughs> I don't know. He's fucking clapping at his phone like a fucking weirdo. <laughs> but Ryan Leaf. Uh, said you know said something about the the past Jets quarterbacks and he listed the past uh, five first round uh, quarterbacks drafted by the Jets and a fan commented to him you know basically you weren't anything in the the, the, the NFL anyway right, yeah you blah, didn't blah, do blah, anything blah. right yeah you know we we had a better life than you or something like that and Ryan Lee responded goes. I, I tend to disagree with you. I'm th- pretty sure I have had a better life in the past 10 years than any Jets fan, and three of those years were me in prison. That's pretty good. <laughs> it was. That's was actually like, pretty good. You know, That's a pretty kudos. good fucking smackdown right there. Yeah. But, um, so, you know. It's, it's Listen, life, daily life for a Jets fan is fucking rough. Yeah. All right. My brother's a Jets fan. It's it's hard. It's a hard life. It's a hard life to choose. And the thing is, he wasn't always a Jets fan. Like he rooted for the Jets, but his team used to be the Redskins. Okay. Um, and it was actually back in the nineties when Dan Snyder first bought the team that he said, you know what? Fuck he like he saw the smell on Snyder back to that. <laughs> you know, so I'll give my brother I will always give my brother credit for this. He saw the bullshit. Yeah. That was Dan Snyder and said, nope, I'm done. until he sells the team, I'm done with this fucking team. And he went back to being a Jets fan. Which, again, though, he 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 became an NFL fan free agent okay. and chose the Jets. Like, that's... That's ballsy. He chose this life. Like, yeah. he chose this life. That's a rough life to have, being a Jets fan. It is. Um, so like, I, I, a part of me is like, it, it's, 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 it's sad to see Jets fans getting dunked on, on Twitter. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, kind of brought it on himself. Like if you're a Jets fan, you have to know what you are. You have to know what your team is. You have to know what you are. You have to obviously know your history. 
Yeah. And you have to be like, listen, if so, it doesn't matter who is shitting on the Jets. Just know that if you go to defend them, you are going to get fucking hammered. <laughs> yeah. So it's best to just leave that sleeping dog alive. Especially with last week. Apparently, the Jets averaged 2.2 yeah. 2 inches per play in the second half. Yeah. Against the Patriots. And I, I, I think the other... Uh, stat or whatever for the game they they only average or zach wilson only averaged like seven or eight inches a play two something like that too two point two inches per play inches just just think about that for a second how how much that's jimbo's flaccid penis yes hey He's a grower, not a shower. That's twelve inches. But you know shorter. what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, well, let's let's stop there. I almost went and went full blown AB. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, that. Just think about it. You know, now, unfortunately, the jets are the jets are not showers. Yeah, and they're not growers. They're not growing, and they're definitely not showing. If, Will Mike White be the catalyst that 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 propels them into into actually uh, uh, performing well? Because here's the thing: the Jets' defense is good. Yeah. The Jets have a very good defense. If their offense can perform at the the minimal amount of successful that they can do, yeah, like it, it, just the bare minimum. If their offense can do the bare minimum, the Jets beat the Patriots last week. Yeah, and, and, that's and the I, bottom line because their defense kept New England to three points. Yeah, and I've I've always said, especially like like say for example the running game, if you could average three yards a carry, and and, and a lot of people. You know that that's that's unperforming. This that it may be, but you get four downs. Four times three is twelve. You get first down every four, fourth run. But two point two inches is not going to get it done on offense. And not only that, like it's not that the Patriots didn't keep the Jets to three points. The Jets kept the Jets to three points. Yeah. Because listen, it, it may be tough to say, but I, I again, I think Zach Wilson's a fucking bust now. And that's it. It's hard. It's 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 bad to say in the second year, but it just seems like the Jets just they fucking miss on these guys all the time, all the time. Yeah, and it's got to be fucking frustrating, um, you know. But hey, listen, at least we got some good milf memes out of it. But <laughs> at the end of the day, man, it's just it's it's a it's rough being a Jets fan. I feel bad for them, uh, but uh, again, we'll we'll see. We'll see. The, again, the Jets. It's even so bad. I knocked. They got knocked out of the top twelve. So, so. Some, something else that I did see right before actually uh, you you signed in for us to start doing the show here, um, Sean Payton's name has been brought back up. Uh, he's going everywhere apparently. Well, now the rumor is he only has two teams he would choose: Cowboys. No. Cow- well, I know Cowboys is one of them. If the Cowboys' job became open, he'd go to the Cowboys. I mean, right Let's now, just put that out there. Right, right now, he's saying no, but the two teams are the Jets and the Cardinals. He wants to go to a team. Now, obviously, the Cowboys would work out with this statement, but um, he wants to go to a team that has a quarterback situation that is settled. You know, he doesn't want he doesn't want Carolina bouncing between Baker and, and Darnold. And well, this. it's not going to be the Jets then. So, it's not going to be the Jets. But do you think he the could, Cardinals for better or worse are stuck with Kyler? But do you think he would so, work his magic with the Jets and maybe get something out of Kyler Wilson or Zach Wilson? I mean, Zach Wilson. No, I no, because the as you're seeing now, that quarterback situation in New York is not settled. But maybe he, the right coach isn't. Some you know, think about some of these no, these quarterbacks. No, no, because that, no, they're not. No, if that's what he's saying, if that's his criteria, then he's going to Arizona. 
And I mean, that I could see more. Because Arizona, there's no question. It's Kyler Murray. Whether you like it or not, he's there. He's got the big contract. You got to work with him and make it work. Yeah. And Sean Payton would be fine with doing that. The Jets are a fucking mystery. You don't know who is going to be the quarterback there. You don't know how long or short the leash is or wants to be or any of that nature. So, yeah. Um, if that's the criteria that he's giving, then no, it's not the Jets. By far, it's not the Jets. Where would you like to see him between those te- two teams? Would it still be Arizona you would like to see him there? I think he could do more in Arizona. I think he'd do more in Arizona. I, think I don't think he'd go to the I don't think he'd go to the Jets anyway. I don't know where this Jets shit's coming from. But he's not gonna go to the Jets. Not only that, but especially with the work that Salah's done with fucking the fact that Zach Wilson has either been injured or shitty yeah. this whole year. The fact that the Jets have the record that they do, considering everything else, Salah's not getting fired. Absolutely not. No, but Kingsbury, on the other hand, he's fucking a sneeze away from being fired. So, which is weird because he he just got that extension that um, like last year or the year before that has him in Arizona until the twenty seventh season. So I, I don't know. Again, that's what the contract says. He's there for a well, while. Yeah. That contract can easily be fucking changed yeah. immediately. So that's not yeah. Um. So thank you for your service. Get the fuck out. <laughs> he'll he'll be like uh, uh, Ed Ezron. Oh, Joe. Yeah. What door do you want me to go out? <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I love that statement. I told him two things. What door do you want me to go out? When's, when's what was the other one? When's my first paycheck or something? Um. No, he said yeah. It was like uh, we're gonna give you the forty million dollar buyout. It was, I was like, all right. Well, what time you want me to leave? And what door you want me to get out? <laughs> yeah. So one other thing I want to get your opinion about, and I'm hoping. You could kind of take your feelings out uh, about it being the Eagles team, okay? I can. I'm very. You um, know me. I'm very objective. There's been fans yelling about how Nick Sirianni celebrates wins. Um, this Colts win, he jumped up on the the, the 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 players bench and yelled at the Colts fans. That was for Frank. Um, against the Cowboys, uh, he yelled out, "You know, that's the fucking game." And, and but he's just a fiery, fiery coach. Do you think it's? Do you think he's too fiery? With what, like, who the fuck is saying this? I who must, is saying? This? I must be spending too much time on on Twitter. Then, like, uh, Eagles beat writers. Um, I know the 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 Cowboys thing was on Facebook. Some who gives who gives a fuck? Are the Eagles are the Eagles nine and one? Barely. Are the Eagles nine and one? Yes. Then everybody can suck my dick if that's the case. <laughs> if I'm Nick Sirianni, suck my fucking flower bed full of manure flowers, asshole. Fuck off. <laughs> like who's who's coming up with this bullshit? Uh, you know he's he's celebrating too hard. This is not what you do. As fuck off. This man is winning games in the NFL after everybody. Made fun of him for his fucking opening fucking press conference. Everybody's like, who's the fuck is this weirdo? He was getting shit on all last year. The dude is taking nothing but fucking, you know, hammer fists yeah. from the people, from the fans, from beat writers, like you're saying. And now he's got his team nine and one. And they're going to say, whoa, I don't know. He's celebrating too much. Who? I, first of all, I haven't seen anything like that. Okay. But if there are people out there 
Like uh, again, if you, you got to get some names, you got to get the articles. You see, when you see these things, save them for the show. Okay. They don't just say random stuff because that's the other thing. I want to know who these fucking people are and what their names are, because they're fucking retarded. <laughs> fucking dumbass shit is that? Hey, he, he celebrates too hard. Suck my dick. <laughs> celebrates too hard. Have you ever won a game in the NFL? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, I, I wasn't Asshole. expecting. That response, that fiery response. No, it's fucking stupid. Doesn't matter if it's the Eagles. Doesn't matter who it is. You win a game in the NFL. Fucking do what you you know. Fucking he. Listen, we're lucky he's not dipping his balls in Gatorade and fucking whipping it around at the fucking crowd. <laughs> no, that's Which is the way I personally would fucking celebrate. That, if I that's ever Antonio won Brown. One game in the NFL. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, Comes up with that bullshit. Okay, so. Anything else other than your power rankings and, and blue picks? No, let's just run into the power rankings. We'll power rankings? fucking okay. hammer I, this which, shit Before out. we go into the power rankings, I want to say, you know, that little video that uh, you put together, was I liked it. It was pretty interesting. That was done very last minute. I'm going to do a better job putting it together uh, as we go, but I want to do that. And you notice I gave it a little Thanksgiving color scheme. For yeah. This week. You know, you got to stay on brand and all that kind of stuff. Um, well, you know what? You know what we got to do? We got to get a sponsor for this, man. We got to get a sponsor for yeah. the power rankings. Like you know, we already got W for the uh, for the blue picks. We got to get uh, I don't know something. We'll get something. Maybe, maybe we can get the NFL of, what, to sponsor us. One of those boner pill. Those boner pill people. <laughs> fucking, they sponsor everything. You know, listen. If you need your dick hard, get you know sponsor the 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 power power rankings. Power sponsored by Power Dick. You the, know, like something. We'll come up with something. The Giants shrink. Uh, but, uh, the, the Giants what, shrink seven uh, seven spots this week. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, no, we did. Okay, let's start off. Right, here we go, go. Kings. Uh, top twelve, NFL top twelve for week twelve. This is the power rankings, basically. Here at twelve, we have a newcomer to the list. We have the Washington Football Team of Redskin Commanders. They make it for the first time this year uh, at the twelve spot. Uh, listen, they've won what uh, four of their last five games. Uh, Heineke is a fucking dog. Yeah, uh, they are just uh, listen. This team's dangerous, and they're starting. To, they're they're starting to make that climb. The Giants are right there. Against them, then they still have their bye week left. Wow, which might be coming up really good for them. They get a late bye, rest up for a week, and then hit that home stretch. So the Commanders, they're actually set up to do really, really well here at the end of the season. So we'll see how that goes. Can they make a playoff push? We're going to find out. Uh, at number eleven, coming back to the power rings for the first time in a couple of weeks, the Cincinnati Bengals at six and four. Uh, I, I'm telling you, I think they're just back. I think you know they're they they they're starting to look consistent again. They're starting to look good. Uh, this might be the start of their late season push here. Uh, their division is still very much uh, up for grabs. They're, they're only a game behind the Ravens. I think they play this week too. I'm not sure, um, but I know they have the Ravens coming up. Uh, so uh, there's there's still a lot to play for. A lot open. Bengals look good. Uh, at number 10, dropping seven spots is the New York football Giants. Listen, you, you can't have that performance against the Detroit Lions at home. Yeah. Uh, and think that you're still going to stay up there uh, in the rankings. That was, that was a big drop, but deservedly so. Uh, they need to play better. Um, the bottom line, they need to play better. doesn't get easier, though. they got to play the Cowboys here on Thanksgiving. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, that game's going to be close to starting or starting anyway. So we'll, we'll be knowing by this point how the Giants are going to do. Um, but for now, they are in the 10th spot, uh, dropping seven spots. Also dropping seven spots, 
is the Minnesota Vikings. They are eight and two, but man, you can't get butt fucked like that at home. You can't. Yeah. The Cowboys just went in there and owned the Vikings all day. Not the Vikings were never in that game. They never came off the bus. The coin, the coin flip was the end of the game. It, you know, whatever metaphors and shit you want to use, that use it because it was just a drubbing. So the Vikings go from this. Uh, what were they? They were in the second spot. Yeah, they're all the way down now to ninth. Uh, even though they're eight and two, it doesn't matter. They were not very powerful last week, so that's where they are. At eight is the Tennessee Titans, seven and three, leading the South. They're a good team. That's bottom line. They're a solid team. Better team with Tannehill in as quarterback, obviously. Derrick Henry's got his fucking motor running. That defense is playing well. Titans look like they're going to be making a late season push here uh, to get a pretty high seed. Uh, they're, they're probably going to end up getting a home game because I don't. Obviously, the AFC South, no one's challenging them. Them there. Yeah. Uh, so the Titans are definitely going to be uh, a player here in the AFC going into playoff time. Seventh. I wanted to put them higher, but there's a lot other. Go- there's a lot of stuff going on here, and record-wise, they're not there. But I th- honestly think uh, this is probably one of the better teams right now in the NFL. The San Francisco 49ers at seven. Their record is six and four, but man, I'll tell you what: they got Garoppolo fucking humming. They got fucking Christian McCaffrey humming. You got Nick Bosa and that defense fucking humming. The Niners are going to be a fucking problem yeah. going forward here in the NFC, especially when the NFC is so wide open or slash bad, if you want to put it that way, like a mediocre. Yeah. Man, a good Niners team, they could definitely make a run here, and they seem to be one of the better teams in the NFC right now. Uh, so they are at seven. At six, down one is the Philadelphia Eagles. I wanted to keep them where they were. I did want to keep them at five, but again, the same thing with the Niners. It's a lot of you know, there's a lot of pieces, a lot of movement, you know, and, and I couldn't see justifying putting some teams above or below and blah, 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 whatever. So I have the Eagles, even though they won against Indianapolis Colts, they won by one point, which is not great, especially with a team that's in as much turmoil and disarray as Indianapolis has been this whole season. And you're, you know, the Eagles, you're the nine, you're eight and one, now nine yeah. and one Eagles. You're supposed to handle them a lot better. It shouldn't take a last minute miraculous drive from from Jalen Hurts to win you the game against a team like the Indianapolis Colts. So I feel, even though they're 9-1, I feel a, a spot drop is necessary and justified and having them at 6, even though they're 9-1, uh, again, it's it's showing just that there's, they're 9-1, but it's, it's hard to get a, a, a good belief in this team. It, it's almost like a mirage 9-1. It, it feels like it, and I don't want to do that because I know you're just going to sit there and say, oh, you fucking eat the Eagles. Well, but you that do. was my whole point this <laughs> whole season, why they were never really up in one or two, because it, it just, yeah, record-wise, they're there, but it just something didn't feel right with this team. And I think we're starting to see that kind of take hold. Can they reverse that? Can they change that trend? We're going to find out. They're going to be heading into a real tough part of their schedule. At number five is the Dallas Cowboys. They're up six spots. We know why. Yeah. You know, you, you saw what they did against what was the best team in the NFC with the Vikings. Um, in the Vikings home, it, it's amazing how you can go from one week of the Cowboys playing like they did against Green Bay, who this season sucks donkey dick. And then they go into the home of the Vikings, who were the top team in the NFC last week, and absolutely crush them. Um, 
again, this goes to show you how weird and wacky this whole NFL season is. We have no idea what's going on week to week. But after that performance, you got to put the Cowboys there. Can they keep that performance up against the Giants? We'll find out on Thanksgiving. Number four is the Dolphins. They didn't move at all. They're seven to three. They had a bye week. They're just chilling. Three, the Ravens. They're making a push. The Ravens are making a push. I might just have to start believing in them simply because, you know, they're they're playing the way they're playing. They blew a couple of those early games early in the season. They lost to the Giants. They lost to the Bills. They lost to the Dolphins. Two of those games uh, uh, were games they really should not have lost. Some people say they shouldn't have lost the game to the Giants. I say you don't fuck with Danny Dimes. He always gets you in the end. Uh, but the, the since then, since that Giants game, the Ravens have played very well, um, and it doesn't look like they're going to stop. They're going to have tests when they play the Bengals. They're going to have uh, you know a few other obstacles. But for right now, seven and three, they're up four spots at number three. Number two, back to number two, we have the Buffalo Bills. Man, they had a fucking rough stretch there, losing to the Jets of all teams, uh, then losing to the Vikings in that overtime game. It was like, holy shit, what's going on? They come back. They beat the Browns. They're up at number two again simply because I still I still like the Bills. I still think that they are maybe the best team in football. That's arguable at this point, especially with, again, how they play. They have to be more consistent. They're staying in Detroit because they're playing the Lions on Thanksgiving. So we'll see how they do against the Lions who have won three straight games. This is, you know, this is all of a sudden this becomes a little bit more of a test for the Bills than we thought. Yeah. Uh, but uh, for now, the Bills are up four spots. I put them at number two at seven and three. And of course, at number one, no change here at all. The eight and two Kansas City Chiefs. Why? Say it with me, everybody, because the Chiefs is the Chiefs. That's why they're number one. And even as Jimbo said earlier, he's starting to believe that maybe the Chiefs are indeed the best team in the NFL simply because of their consistency, and that's what we're seeing. Even the Chiefs, when they hit adversity, if they're not playing their best game, they always find either Kelsey there or or Mahomes does something yeah. that ends up getting them the win. They're consistent. They win. Even if it's ugly, they win. Can't beat that formula. Chiefs is the Chiefs, number one. So there you go. The top 12 for week 12. This is Thanksgiving week. You get the Chiefs, Bills, Ravens, Dolphins, Cowboys, Eagles, Niners, Titans, Vikings, Giants, Bengals, and the football team of Redskins Commanders. Why would you say it like that? Eagles. They're I was L- trying to catch my breath. I didn't, I didn't say it. What? Are you fucking picking apart my inflection <laughs> now? I'm sorry. Oh, the Eagles. Oh, that better. You know what? That better? Uh, I'm, no, now, now, now I feel dirty. I gotta go take a shower. <laughs> I do um, have to shower. It's been I, a couple I, days. I, I will say, <laughs> <laughs> I will say, this is probably gonna be the first week that I'm not gonna rip your head off or or, or scream at a bitch. The only thing I probably would change is have the Niners above the Eagles and the Cowboys. Just like like I didn't want to. I did it. Yeah, I know when I looked at that, but that's what I'm saying. It was tough. Yeah, because I didn't want to drop the Eagles two spots after a win. But like they won. Granted, it was one point. Granted, it was against the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, that that's why. But dropping them two spots for a win, that's hard to do. Um, like I could see putting them over the Cowboys. Maybe right now, like I said, I think the Niners are a lot better than seventh. Yeah, in the power rankings. It's just where do I put them? How do who do I move to put them there? I'm not quite there yet. We'll see how things shake out this week, 
and see if there's any more movement, which the way the NFL is, there's certainly going to be some movement. So <laughs> yeah. we'll see. Um, so are you ready to do some blue picks? Uh, as ready as I think I'll ever be here. So uh, why don't we go ahead and crack into these blue picks? But before we do that, I do need to ask you. It seems to be something I just always ask all the time. Anyway, it's just I just like to be reaffirmed. You know what I'm saying? I just like to know yeah. what's going on here. Um, the blue picks that we're about to do, are they sponsored by anybody? Yes, they are. They are sponsored by W Energy, Energy Drink. Um, do you want to try? Hold on. <laughs> take two. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Let's pause. Let's take a breath. I've Let's been sick all breath. week. <laughs> uh, I, I, that's what I mean. It's been a long week. I get it. You haven't felt well. You're kind of getting over cold. It's got Thanksgiving coming up. I understand. Well, let's take a breath. Take two. So our blue picks are sponsored by W Energy Drinks. There we go, baby. <laughs> w gives you focus and energy without the crash or jitters. Has no sugar, fillers, or artificial flavor in it, or artificial dyes in it. I took my my eyes off the the paper for one second. <laughs> Don't do that. You can't. You can't stop. See, that's. I can tell when you do that too. When you're doing a read, and I hear you when you kind of skip like a record. I was like, that motherfucker's not looking at the paper. I know <laughs> yeah. that. But here's the thing. You don't need a paper to understand this. Dubby is great. Bottom line is all you really need to know. Why is it great? Because when you drink Dubby, unlike those other fucking energy drinks out there that you're going to go ahead and drink, you don't get a crash. You don't get the jitters. You're not going to sit there shaking like a crackhead, but you're like, oh, oh, my God. And then you hit the crash, and you're out for two days straight. You don't know what day it is. You wake up. You think you're in Morocco for some reason. <laughs> Things are going crazy. You don't understand. No, you don't get that with Dubby. Dubby doesn't have the sugar. It doesn't have all the extra caffeine and other stuff in it that goes ahead and takes you down. Me as a diabetic, it's fantastic because I can drink Dubby without having to worry about whether or not it's going to make my blood sugar go crazy or kill me. You know, those things that you want to try to avoid. But <laughs> I'm able to get ahead and get the energy and the focus I need from Dubby. And not only that, you have all the delicious flavors out there that you could want. They're always adding new ones. Apparently, Jimbo said last week there, he, he might have released some trade secrets. We don't know. We might be in trouble. <laughs> I don't know. I don't say anything. But even so, even with the new flavors coming out, you always have the trusty standbys. My personal, Dub Sludge, fantastic. It's got the apple flavor into it. It's, you, you, listen, if you love apple, you're going to love that. They have the beach and peach if you want to go ahead and do that. And and listen, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I don't know if this, this may not be sanctioned. It's going to be sanctioned by Dubby, so just take this with a grain of salt. But you know how, like, some people do, like, you know, do, like, the, the like the Jaeger bombs. Like, they do, like, a Red Bull energy drink, and then they do, like, a little bit of alcohol in it and do a drink like that. Guess what? You do that with the beach and peach, I'm telling you, you're not going to regret it. I'm just saying. Shh, keep that under your hat. That's a secret. Don't tell Dubby I told you about that, though. But anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> Dubby is fantastic. It's wonderful. And here's the other thing, too. Again, you go to Dubby. Dot .gg that's their website you look at all the stuff you can see all the products all the flavors they have they have a bunch of th they have a little try it pack that has a bunch of a little versions of all their flavors so you go ahead and try them all see which one you like it's fantastic they even have merchandise there if that's your thing you want to rep the W brand they have all that there for you when you go to check out go ahead in that little promo box there you go ahead you put st sports 18 that's all capital letters st sports 18 that's going to get you 10 percent off of your purchase w.gg is where you need to go today all right so our blue picks um recapping 
last week. Last week was week 11. Um, King, for his blowout pick, took the Ravens. They won by 10 over Carolina. Um, Here you go, baby. I took the Ravens as well, so we both won there. Um, our lock picks, you took Kansas City, one by three, over the Chargers, which... That's a win. That's, that's, a, win. that's a win. That's a win. I took the Bills, one over... Uh, they won by eight over Cleveland, so we're both two and that's two. That's a win. That's a, wow, two for two. You took the Colts. I mean, I should give you the win because Philly should have blown God, them out. so close. But, uh, oh, God, it was... Dude, I was so pissed. I was so... Not for obvious reasons that I really wish the Eagles had lost anyway, but, oh, man... That was right there for the taking. And then the Cardinals lost by 18 because Kyler Murray is still hurt slashed playing Warzone 2.0. Um, not sure if he's back this week or not, but you know. So dude, well they played it. You know they played in Mexico City. He was hurt. It was high elevation. It was too high. You know, which honestly I thought it might have given Arizona uh, uh, a better chance. You know they were in that high Arizona desert, higher elevation than. You know, San Francisco, even though they're in Santa Clara, 40 miles away, you're still relatively sea level there in Santa Clara. But uh, no, uh, the, the the Niners did very well there in La Ciudad de Mexico. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, Goodwood blew them out. So, All right. I don't know. We'll see. So, for our week 12 uh, blowout picks, uh, you want to go first or you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. First, as I go ahead and review these games here. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and uh, this one seems to be, is gonna be relatively easy. Uh, man, I have not seen a Super Bowl team fall off. Yeah, as badly as I've seen the fucking Rams this year. I mean, outside of like the Broncos did relatively, but they lost John Elway. Like John Elway stopped playing. They lost a couple other pieces. Yeah. So it's like that. The Rams generally have everybody back, and they fucking stink. Yeah. They are fucking terrible, and now they have to go into Kansas City uh, this week. Uh, yeah, no, I'm picking the Chiefs on this one. Fifteen and a half point favorites are the Chiefs. They're only going to need ten. I'll go with them. Chiefs over the Rams. That's going to be my blowout pick. I Wait, was. Is that this week? Is that this week? Yeah, yeah. Because okay. I was going to pick the Rams as an upset pick, but they're just bad. And Casey, you know, like like we talked about, they're they're just being very consistent now with, with their place, and it's just gonna be it's gonna be a bad game for the Rams. Um, so I'm going with San Fran over the New Orleans Saints. Um, I think San Fran. Is hitting the stride at the right time, especially adding Christian McCaffrey in there. It just seems that offense went up a level, and the Saints are just bad. Um, the, the, the Niners, the Niners are hard to beat. Right yeah, now. I th- like I'll it's t- gonna I'll be t- hard to pick against the Niners in anything. The uh-huh. Niners, the the Niners right now might be my NFC favorite. I, I was gonna say I'll as tell far you what, as if, getting to the game, if they if they do have a blowout here. I would put them up in your top five. They'd be. I. They're. They'll make a move. I think. Yeah. If they. If. Because. Because the Saints have not been playing poorly. They're not great, but they haven't been playing poorly. No. So. Um. It is in San Francisco, uh, Santa Clara. So it'll be. It'll be a thing. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. What. What do we got next? Lock right. picks. We got to pick. Yep. We're locking. Lock picks. 
Oh, geez. Crackers. Um, do, 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 do. Okay. I'll pick my lock pick here. This could have, this could have been my blowout pick as well, but I'm going to go. I, I find it easier with a lock because sometimes Houston can surprise you. Sometimes Houston does play well. I'm going to pick the Miami Dolphins uh, as my lock over the Houston Texans. That is a 13-and-a-half point spread uh, in case you're a betting man or woman. I don't know. Are there any females out there listening to the show? Hi. How you doing? Give me a call. <laughs> um no, I don't say that. no. My wife. Yeah, I was gonna say because she's listening to this. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, like the, the the Dolphins are a team that is hitting a stride. It seems like they've gone all in on this year. The team believes in Tua. They believe in uh, their head coach. There, you know, hippie weed smoking guy. There, <laughs> uh, you know, they they just something feels special about this Dolphins team, which you haven't been able to say about the Dolphins in twenty five fucking years. Yeah, so. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. I'm picking the Dolphins as my lock over the Houston Texans. All right. So I am actually going with the Dolphins, too. Um, I was kind of on the fence about this one. But then earlier today, before we came on the the, the, the show here, um, Houston's actually making a quarterback change as well. So now they got a backup quarterback in there going up against a good Dolphins team. It's just a, a recipe for a blowout. Uh, win for That's Miami. a shame because I like Davis. I think Davis Mills is a good quarterback. I really do. He's just in a bad situation there. Uh, I don't know why they're switching him out. To be honest, like it's 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 not his fault. But I don't know. Maybe Lovey's trying to save his job. But uh, uh, I, yeah. I I don't know. I don't I don't agree with it. I, I don't agree with it. I don't like it. Uh, but it is what it is. All right. For our upset picks, upset pick. Uh, looking at some of these games, uh, there could be a couple here. Like I was actually thinking of maybe taking the Saints as an upset pick, but I think the Niners are too good. So I'm not going to do that. Uh, you have the Bears and the Jets. For some reason, the Jets are favored by six. Uh, Justin Fields that out? Seems, that seems wrong. I, I think Justin Fields might be out because he hurt his shoulder last week. Uh, actually I don't got, give a shit. It's the fucking Jets but if, with Mike White starting. Who's the backup I'm for, not sure. For I'm not Bears. sure if I agree with that. Uh, Jesus Christ, the Giants are 10-point underdogs to the Cowboys. The Lions are 9.5-point underdogs to the Bills. But for my offset pick, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pick the Green Bay Packers to go ahead and beat the Philadelphia Eagles in Philadelphia. Uh, the Packers season is dog shit. The Packers season's done. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, he needs a little bit more ayahuasca. Can you find that in Philadelphia? <laughs> you might. It could be. Philadelphia is a cornucopia of drugs right now, especially go down some of those streets. Yeah. You never know what you can find. Uh, but this is the week we're going to find out whether the Eagles are real or not. Because um, here's another bad team that they should beat. Can they at home? I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and put my faith in Aaron Rodgers to help the Giants out. Because even if the Giants do lose this week to the Cowboys, which would suck, a loss by the Eagles helps us out. It kind of also helps the Cowboys out too, but let's not fucking talk about that. Yeah. Um, but it, it keeps the Giants in the race. And I think the Packers have one or two more good games left in them for the season. The Packers aren't making the playoffs. They're kind of, which also might take some of the pressure off. They, you know, Aaron Rodgers is like, fuck it. This is my last go around here in Green Bay. Anyway, let me just fucking, let's just go crazy and do shit, <laughs> um, which can lead to fucking wins. So uh, I'll do that. I'll go. I, I got the Packers. The okay. Packers. Upset the Philadelphia Eagles at Lincoln Financial Field there in Philadelphia. I'm actually going to pick 
the Giants over Dallas. I, I'm. I I don't want to say Dallas is okay. the team from last week is what they. I, really this is are. what I want to say. I want to say what from last week, what you saw from the Cowboys and from the Giants, has led you to this fucking decision. Because even all, I all ain't season, fucking all, all season, it's been weird losses for for good teams, and Giants are a good team. Okay, and. Even though they, they lost to Detroit, I don't think that's the Giants team. Okay. And Dallas, but we also have out. we also have we have four injured offensive linemen. All of our receivers are hurt, and the receivers we have left can't catch a ball. You what never know. F- you never know. Uh, you, you uh, could, I mean, hey, listen, listen. It's you, your blue pick. You, you could, do whatever you want with it, man. I'm not. I am. You do. You do. You. You could find the next uh, uh, John Runyon with all these injuries. You never know unless you play these guys. And, you know, maybe you'll have like 10 pancakes on Micah Parsons or something like that. I mean, I smoke weed, but whatever the <laughs> fuck you're smoking, let me know because I need some. And, I mean, the Dallas-Minnesota game, I don't think Dallas is that good. I think Minnesota's good, and I think Dallas is good, but I don't think they're that good. I, I, listen, I think I they're going to come back down to up that game to just, you know, it, it happened to be right circumstances. Cowboys aren't that good. Vikings aren't that bad. It just... Happened to be that kind of week. I get that. I can understand that reasoning. But the Giants, it's not that they lost to Lions or, or anything like that. Yeah, that could be a bad week. It's the injuries. It's the it's the accumulation of the injuries. It's, you know, our best safety is out because he hurt his hand at an ATV in a bye week. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, again, no receivers. And the receivers we did have now are injured too. So even the backups and the backups and the backups are fucking hurt. Uh, you know, and our off we have, again... We're going to be having four offensive linemen out against the Cowboys and Micah Parsons and that fucking front. As like, it's not a case of, oh, I just have a feeling the Giants just had a bad game against the Lions. It's like, no, the Giants did have a bad game against the Lions, but logistically, our, our we don't have the personnel. I think to fucking hang with the Cowboys this week. Uh-huh. You know, if we had everybody healthy, if our offensive line was healthy the way it's been the last couple of weeks. Uh, and and everything like that. Yes, I think the Giants absolutely would have a shot. But with the injuries the way they are to our receiving core, uh, to our secondary, and to our offensive line, I don't. I personally don't think we've got a fucking snowball chance at fucking hell of winning this game. But I would love to be proven wrong. So I mean, we'll, well see. If I'm right, then you owe me a, a case of beer. But... I owe you shit, dude. I th- <laughs> dude, I have nine dollars to my name. Literally, right. I, a tall boy. I'm buying you fucking <laughs> shit. Well, I, I could take a tall boy. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, listen, I'm not going to spend eighty percent of my savings buying you a beer. <laughs> uh, but that, that's uh, our blue picks. Fucking sucks, folks. Just out. <laughs> don't don't bl- ever be poor. <laughs> that's our blue picks, uh, sponsored by W Energy Drinks. Make sure you head over to their website w.gg and use the promo code. ST Sports 18, all capital letters, to get 10% off your purchase. Do we get money from W, or do they just, like, give you free W? No, no. If if uh, whatever the people buy, we get 10% of the... of the. Oh, if they use the promo code. The, yeah, so that, that's that's why they uh, push the promo code. Oh, <laughs> and also see, be- so if you're out there, buy the fucking W and use the promo code. Otherwise, we're going to stay poor. Don't do that shit. Yeah, so, you know, King could buy me a, a tall boy when... The, the Giants beat the Cowboys. 
<laughs> also, if you want to go ahead and donate to us, that'd be great <laughs> as well. We have a Buy Me a Coffee. Isn't it? Is it ST Sports Podcast? It's uh, just the ST Buy Sports. Buy Me a Coffee. ST Sports, okay. Yep. BuyMeACoffee.com slash ST Sports. Go ahead and donate to us. Keep the show running. Keep the lights on. Uh, and, and get us some uh, maybe new equipment so it doesn't sound like uh, shit coming from my end anyway. Um, yeah, so go ahead and do that. Support your boys. Uh, and yeah, if you buy from Dubby, use the code SDSports18, all caps, on checkout. That'll help us out as well. And also, right, yeah. uh, follow our, our social media accounts. Um, I'm going to try to do a live show Saturday night because um, we're putting up Christmas lights at home, so I'm going to try to get it done early in, in the afternoon. Okay. Um, it's going to be like a hot wings, you know, type show. But I'm going to actually have a, a Survivor Series on. So you may see my live reactions of Lexus Bliss's, you know, bra falling off or something like that. It'd be a fun time. Oh, God, I wish. <laughs> anyway, uh, what was I going to say? Fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. I have that, uh, that problem. That's the, the, the It was something. You started talking about uh, doing a live cast. What the fuck was that? Social media accounts. That? Oh, yeah. There you uh, go. <laughs> if you check out the website, go to stsports.com. Uh, stsports.net. Dot net. Fuck. Yes. I always fuck that up. stsports.net. Uh, new page. I'm gonna. I'm still working on it. Still looking to go ahead and uh, see if I can find other ways to fix it up. But for now, it at least has a good color scheme as to what matches the fucking show instead of being purple for whatever <laughs> reason you added there. I must have um, Joker on my mind or something. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, the the site's uh, getting polished up a little bit. So go check it out there. There you can find all the links. Go to the merch. Do, you know, uh, buy me a coffee. Find all the other stuff that you need. Plus, you know, direct links to the podcasts right here as well. We're going to look to maybe getting some, hey, maybe get some written stories up there from both you and me. We'll put down the written podcast. Yeah, start going a little barstool route here. Huh? You know, there actually you putting yeah, our yeah. opinions out there. <laughs> Being journalists. Yeah. Journalistic integrity, baby. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, go check that out. Uh, stsports.net uh, is where to go ahead and check all that out. All right. I think that's going to be it for us this week, buddy. All right, man. Well, it's been fun. You have yourself a wonderful and happy Thanksgiving, my friend. As well as you and uh, all the listeners, too. Please be safe. Drink responsibly if you're eligible to, to, to drink. Um, well, we also know, listen, if you're a teenager, fucking sneak a beer, but don't drive either. Yeah, don't, don't be stupid. Even, that means ATVs, too. Look what happened to the fucking Giants guy, McKinney. <laughs> fucking hurt himself drunk on a fucking ATV. Don't do that shit. So, till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo. <laughs> and it's your boy, King. See ya.